Hey, and welcome back to the Black Zen Weekly Wellness Podcast. I am Jasmine. As always, I'm here with my lovely sister, Stacy. Stacy, say what's up to the fam. Hello, everybody. Happy Monday. As you know, it's always a Monday here at Black Zen because mm-hmm. every day is a great beginning and a great day to start something new. Absolutely. And if for those who have been following us for a while, you know what we're about to say. But for anyone who is just listening to us for the first time, as you know, we started this organization because we absolutely care about our community changing. And what we realized when we had an incredible experience with meditation and realizing that that was such a catalyst for great change in our own lives, we just thought, wow, what if everyone in our community really took this on as a practice? Because when you start to change yourself individually, you change how you show up in the world, you change how you relate to people and how you think about your contribution to your community and the world around you. And so that is really why we do what we do because we wanted to make meditation accessible and relatable. And we believe that the catalyst for real and lasting change is by changing ourselves. Mm -hmm. And the best way to change ourselves and to really grow as people is to start an awareness-based practice, have a meditation practice, Mm -hmm. get to the mat. You will be different. So that's why we do what we do. Exactly. (laughs) It's why we show up and it's why we do the work and it's why we always encourage you to do the work. And so um, as you know, Anytime that you have a question about something that we say, they're here on the podcast or that you read in the wellness that you see on our website, which is blackzen.co, feel free to reach out to us at our email. It's info at blackzen.co, info at blackzen.co. As you may know, your Black Zen team takes off the month of December. We call it Wellness Month. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, and I mean, it really just really encompasses what we talk about in terms of giving yourself space and a break Mm -hmm. from general business just to really regroup and hunker down and bring things to you that we think you'll need in the next year. And so if you receive the weekly wellness, make sure you fill up that survey and let us know your thoughts. We definitely want to come back in 2020 with something that's going to help you move forward. And I think also it's, you know, it's so important to make sure that we're constantly thinking about how do we take care of ourselves, especially when we do work that is uh, important to us and passionate because you cannot give from an empty well and that's in life and that's in business and so we try to incorporate wellness into our business structure in the same way that we try to incorporate that into our daily life yes but we did not and will not leave you without resources Mm -hmm. so in addition to this weekly wellness podcast and the previous weekly wellness podcast you will have 10 best pieces of advice from your black zen team to carry you through the rest of a holiday season And we're also giving 20% off on our Beginner's Guide to Meditation. It's a six-week workbook to really get you invested in a meditation practice, Mm -hmm. give you the basic steps to start a practice, and support along the way. So 20% promo code for that is Mm 2020-2020. And that's for the month of December. So you can share it with people if you know people that you've been trying to tell them about Black Zen and they didn't know what you're talking about to say. Use this promo code. It'll explain everything. <laughs> yes. um, and it's only good for the month of December because we did not want to leave you empty handed. Exactly. So with that business out of the way, we are now finishing the second half of our top best pieces of advice given in 2019. As you know, this is a continuation from last week. So we'll be giving you clips of our best of the best. And um, if you already heard last week, then you know that we went down from number 10 to number six. So without further ado, let's start with number five. Number five is about the butterfly effect. I'm going to actually let the clip we found speak for itself. It was best articulated by a meteorologist and mathematician, Edward N. Lorenz. And in his theory, 
He basically stated that the flapping of a butterfly's wings in one part of the world could potentially cause a hurricane on the other side of the world. And at first, people were sort of like, wait, what? And what he was trying to say was that there are some times where a very small shift in something can have monumental effects down the line for something else. And often when they have an impact, they have an impact in unexpected areas. And that's the part that I thought was most interesting about the butterfly. I agree. In the same way that Edward Lorenz was trying to show this in terms of weather, what if we are the system that is being changed exponentially by just a small shift, right? Because he was talking about in terms of weather systems and in terms of science. And I was saying, well, what if we were the system? And that what if there are tiny things that we did in our own life that would have huge impacts down the line? So what's funny about that week's wellness, Jasmine went down her usual nerdy rabbit hole (laughs) and dug up these crazy facts. (laughs) You know, you give her a topic and she will just run with it. I do. Kind of like a dog with a bone. (laughs) A little bit. But I do really appreciate the idea of a study that looks at small incremental changes having huge impacts because I believe that's absolutely true. Well, what's funny is it wasn't even small incremental changes. It was really just a small change. Oh, yeah. And the whole and the whole point of the butterfly effect that, you know, Lorenz was talking about is that it could be just one small thing. And I love that, especially like going into a new year, I think so many people are always trying to make these big splashy changes, you know, for mm-hmm. like New Year's resolutions when it's like, honestly, the stuff that makes the most difference in our lives can sometimes be just one small thing. Give us an example. What's a good small thing that would have that you would think has a big impact? Well, let's see. I think, you know, every year, most people say, oh, I'm trying to lose, I'm trying to lose weight this year. This is going to be the year I lose weight. But rather than say that, maybe just think about it as like, here's one small thing, like no more fast food, right? That Mm -hmm. helps you get to the losing weight. So you don't have to completely revamp your entire lifestyle, all of a sudden become a gym rat if that doesn't fit into your schedule. Just no more fast food. See what happens, right? Or it could be something as simple as like, um, you know, Everyone says, oh, well, this year is the year I'm going to get a new job, right? Okay, great. But then rather than make that such a general goal, why not say one small thing? I'm going to apply to a new position once every two weeks. That's a lot. That's it. (laughs) once a month. Well, I mean, you know, hey, if you're looking, you're looking, (laughs) right? I mean, you know me, put in the work, put in the work. (laughs) But, you know, you get what I'm saying, though, that it can, it doesn't have to be this huge, drastic change in your life. It can be one simple thing. And that could be the butterfly effect in a certain area of your life just by making one small change. Here's another one. Everyone is always like trying to revamp themselves or reinvent for a new year. And I feel like why not just have one simple, small, powerful statement that you tell yourself every morning? You know, like maybe every morning it's that, You look in the mirror and you say, I am not my past. I like that. It's small, but imagine telling yourself that every day for 365 days. Trust me, by the end of that year, you are moving differently in the world because you understand that you are not your past. And it is ingrained in you because you told yourself that one small thing every day. I like that. I like that a lot. Mm -hmm. We didn't even talk about that in the wellness, but that's a fantastic point. You know, having a a statement Mm -hmm. that really aligns with what you want to see happen exactly and have that be your butterfly effect your small catalyst for change exactly i love it right and that's a flapping of a wing but that can absolutely make a ripple effect in multiple areas of your life absolutely i am not my past can you imagine saying i will have more confidence or i am confident let's make it more proactive i am confident confident. then your work life probably would be affected Mm -hmm. your relationships would change Mm -hmm. for the positive 
that's just me thinking how many things focus and rely on having self-confidence. Sure. Right? Sure. Interesting. And and everybody has a different area of their life that they're working on. And some years, you know, there are certain things that have more emphasis than others. But I think if you just think about it, what is the one small thing that I could do in an area of my life that would make a ripple effect of changes in every other area? Mm. Think about what that is and then let that be your New Year's resolution. Just that one small thing. Love it. Right? It's yeah. so doable. That, that's it's doable. very doable. That's a great way to think of resolutions going forward, especially as you guys roll into January. Mm-hmm. But for us, we're rolling on to number four. Number four, name your fear and seek to understand it. From there, go forth and be fearless. Here's that clip. When we were thinking about what to write this week, Jasmine mm-hmm. had a fantastic idea on how to overcome this one fear, and that is naming it. Mm-hmm. I thought it was so key. Let's say you're in the woods. And all of a sudden, it gets dark. Mm-hmm. The first thing that happens is you lose some sight. You lose the ability to see every corner around every tree, right? right. You hear a rumble in the bushes. What's your first thought? Oh, my first thought is an animal. No, my first thought is I'm going to run, right? Because oh, oh, sure. Yeah, exactly. You know what well, I'm but you think but, you're thinking the same thing. You just went to the action first. Exactly. So there's a fear. There's yeah. fear in the unknown because we can't see it. Mm-hmm. But as soon as you recognize, oh, that's just the tree blowing in the wind. Boom! I've named it. And then, it's not, I, and then it's not anymore. as scary. And we're, right. and we're trying to apply that concept to really anything in life. The flip side of that is that if you don't name it and say, oh, wait a second, that's actually just something rustling in the wind. Instead, if you, when you don't name it, like, your imagination takes over. That's an animal. And it starts to create a story. It's a bear. Exactly. <laughs> right? Seriously. It starts to create yeah. a story around that sound. And now what you're afraid of isn't actually what's happening. You're afraid of what you've created in your mind about what's happening. Which is usually so much worse than the, than the actual exactly. thing. Because, e- because even if it was an animal... If it's a bunny versus a bear, <laughs> then do you know what I mean? But if you didn't think it was a bunny, though. Exactly. You thought it you was went a bear. To bear. You went to bear Because first. in our minds, we go to, like, worst case scenario. And that's why it's so important to name things. Because yeah, then, that's great. Then even, if, even if I was in the middle of the woods and I was like, oh, it's a bear. As soon as I say it's a bear out loud, I listen to it. And I'm like, you really honestly think it's a bear right now? <laughs> we you, are, you are 20 minutes away from the city. There is no bear here. <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? But you don't know that until you, like, expose it for it being ridiculous yes you know yes and so you're right giving it a name makes all the difference because once you name it you can see it Mm -hmm. naming it takes out the question mark of what it could be it forces us to not make it bigger in our minds than it actually is yes that's the key (laughs) and then you see that okay it's a bunny or maybe it is a bear but at least you know the dimensions of the bear now right at least at least i know enough about the bear that i can decide whether or not i want to live peacefully with it or curl up in a ball exactly (laughs) are we going to get into a a leo dicaprio situation where we got to just maul that thing (laughs) you are so foolish her example was funny i'm Uh still i still laugh at that every time i hear it oh completely um (laughs) but the one thing i think we didn't touch on that's also important with this another Mm -hmm. part is being able to not just name our fear, but also understand it or seek to understand where that fear comes from. Mm, When you break it down and you break down those pieces, you know, I think you have a better opportunity of of being able to move past it. Mm -hmm. Here's an example. If I say I am fearful about moving forward in a relationship, Mm -hmm. is it because I have fear that it won't work? Is it because I have fear of relationships in general? Like, what is it 
that's causing the fear in the first place. Or did you have like a bad a, experience? A bad experience. A bad past so now, experience. Right. And, and so, so now that's coloring how you look at the next experience. Yes. And right. I think part of not just naming it, but really digging into where is that fear coming from? Mm-hmm. What is the root cause of that anxiety sure. around the situation? Well, what I love about going that deep with it is that then you actually can ask yourself, is this a logical thing to still be afraid of? Yes. Does this still apply to my situation? And then you realize... My fear, my current fear or anxiety does not make sense from my, from my, my logical perspective. <laughs> yes, exactly. 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 I think the best way to uh, take the fear out of something is to name it, mm-hmm. understand it, and see it for what it is. Right. So we encourage you to do that. Exactly. And then it takes all the pressure off. And then, and then that way you're able to move forward knowing that you understand what was potentially anxiety around it is no longer necessary given what you know now. I get it. I like that. Mm-hmm. Moving on to the countdown for the top best pieces of advice that BZ has given in 2019. Number three, it was called the Room of Requirement. We always joke that I nerded out. This time we both nerded out. And it was how information is readily available and resources are always abundant. But we took a little bit of a nerd detour by talking about Harry Potter. For those not familiar with the Harry Potter series, a room on the seventh floor. It is just a room that appears out of nowhere. But it's but it's really specific when it appears. When you need something. They need a space to learn how to fight for what's coming up in their life. And so what's great about it is that this room they find and it has everything that they need in this room in order to be successful in their intention. Exactly. We thought how exciting would it be and how wonderful to have a room like this, to have something always accessible, always available when you're trying to grow or work something out or, exactly. or figure out how to do something. In and your guess time what? of need that it is always available and it shows up with exactly what it is you need. Everything I want to know <laughs> technically is in my phone. We have the room of requirement at our fingertips. It's a handheld. All the information you need for your room of requirement, mm-hmm. what you need in this space right. can be found if you look. We all you, have access to the room of requirement. We really and do. even if you don't have a fancy phone that has all the bells and whistles, everywhere has a library. Every library has Every internet. Every library has internet. We all have access to the same information. And True. that information is the answer to most of what you need. There's no reason... Not to know something. Correct. That's my. That's what I'm trying to get Correct. at here. And Jasmine had a great example in the wellness about you're trying to start a business. Mm-hmm. You want to go back to school. Or you're looking for the best daycare in your neighborhood. Or you're looking for whatever there's it no is. There's reason, no reason not to not know something. To know something. When we're talking about things showing up that you need, it's not resources. always in the form of information. It's resources. Right. Information, it's resources, it's people. It can be anything. Correct. So just be open and look for it. I think that there are so many opportunities that are presented to us when we walk out in the world believing and understanding the room of requirement exists and whatever it is you need will be presented to you. Exactly. I think that clip speaks for itself, so we won't even go into detail on that one. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I'm going to round it out. I would agree. On to number two, the willingness to change without having to hit rock bottom first. And I feel like most people, and I know this because I do this sometimes, Mm -hmm. I am not willing to change something unless something becomes uncomfortable. Right. And we have to learn how to make change without having to be uncomfortable first. Right. Without it having to be the absolute worst possible situation before we're finally like, "Mm, maybe this doesn't work. 
<laughs> well, not even that. It's like, how uncomfortable do you have to be right, to make changes? You actually because here's the move, thing. If yeah. something needs to move and change your life, it will continue to become challenging. Mm-hmm. And it, it will... just gets progressively more challenging the more that it needs to change. So we're almost asking for other challenges to come by not addressing this early on. Mm, and I think we didn't, we didn't even talk about that in the no, last but that's, that's key. I'm glad you mentioned that because I think yes. that's so true. So here's the clip for more detail. Mm-hmm. The subject heading of the weekly wellness was, are you ready for meditation? The reason why we asked it like that is because really what we do each day when we come to the mat and we sit and we meditate is we are essentially signing up for change, Yeah, <laughs> right? You are, you are saying I'm open and I am willing to change and not just like change on the surface, but to fundamentally change as a as person, a person. That's to change what's how I crazy. think, how I react, how I show up in the world, how my mind works. My, my personality traits, right. what I respond to. It's so funny because I had a conversation with someone recently mm-hmm. and they were like, yeah, you know, I'm trying to get this new job. I want, I'm still working on my relationship with this person, mm-hmm. you know, and I've been meditating and I'm trying to, you know, build up that. I'm like, I don't know. That totally makes sense. She's like, but at the end of the day, you know, I'm me. I'm not going to change anything about myself or who I am. Like these people around me need to change. Mm. I'm like, oh, well, see, mm. that's, 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 that's the sticking point. That see, might be your snag right there. I was going to say, and what's funny, I felt like I should have told her, you really can't see change in your circumstances until you change the mindset that created it. It's a fantastic quote we opened with by, mm-hmm. by Albert Einstein. Mm-hmm. And it's so true because the mindset we have right now is what got us to where we are in the first place Mm -hmm. we have the job we have we have the relationships that we have Mm -hmm. because of our current mindset correct so to see something different that mindset has to change right you cannot solve a problem with the same mindset that created it exactly right so again meditation is great sure it'll make you calm and Mm -hmm. relax but fundamentally if that is the catalyst for the change you want to see in your life you have to be willing to change as a person and change your mindset. Mm-hmm. And that's what this whole weekly wellness was about. Yes. If you think you're ready for change, or right. if you know you're ready for change, Correct. then definitely start to practice. Yes. And you will see the shift. The shift will be so good for you mm-hmm. because that's all meditation can do for you is be good. Yes. Is be good to you. Yes. There's nothing There's to no fear drawback. in the practice. There's Correct. nothing that you're going to become that you don't want to be. Exactly. And what's what's great about it is that you end up becoming more authentically yourself yeah that's what's crazy is that like all of those qualities about who you are as a person they were already there so true it's just stripping away all the other stuff that's in the way of that coming out yeah with all that was said in that clip i listened to it and a question comes up is meditation then easy i think the i think the act of sitting down is easy i think the part that is difficult is the consistency required when you show up So I would say yes and no, because I agree with you that the practice of meditation is simple. I don't know if I I wouldn't, it's it's not easy. I was going to say, I wouldn't call it, I wouldn't call it easy. It's simple. I call it simple. It's just sitting down, shutting up. It's very straightforward. It's very straightforward and simple. Yes. But the transformation process Mm -hmm. is what takes the work. But I think that's also why we call it a practice. It's a meditation practice, right? It's not like, Nobody sits down at the mat and is all of a sudden an expert because you're continually growing. And so to me, the challenge is in committing to that as a practice and to showing up every day and putting in, you know, a little bit more time or carving space for yourself to make that something that is um, something that really grows and develops in your life. 
The reason I ask that question is because I'm sure that's a lot of things on people's mind when they are introduced to meditation. Is it something I can do? Mm-hmm. Is it easier? People like to know what they're getting into before they sign up for it. Right. Unfortunately, meditations is not like that. <laughs> well, I think everybody's practice is different. Yeah. And for me, like, even though finding the time to do it consistently was the most challenging, even though- That's the most challenging? Well, I don't get no. me No. I mean- See, this is why it's so funny. Everybody's different. I know, because that's not the most challenging thing I found in meditation. So I think the short answer to the is meditation easy question is yes and no. Transformation is change. It's a process. And change is a process. And that process. and that process can be difficult. It can be easy. Depending, I mean, you could have a Jasmine experience. You could have a <laughs> Stacey experience. But you will have your experience. Yes. And that will be yes. on the spectrum of easy, hard, depending on how it works for you. Right. So Right. And I also think, and that's why we talked, we said that, you know, when you're asking yourself if you're ready for meditation practice, it's asking yourself, am I willing to change? The more willing you are to change, the easier that process is because you're more open to it. And you're saying- You're you're fighting it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but you're also signing up for, I am willing to change and I'm doing, and I'm willing to do what it takes to get there. Right. Whether Whether it's easy or hard. Correct. That's what I wanted to point out with that one. So Yeah. I think the more that we understand that you don't have to hit rock bottom before you decide to change something, (laughs) that's that's, that's the best place to be. And then that way it doesn't have to be traumatic. Save yourself some time and energy. Why make it it so that everything is so hard? Like this is one of those where it's like, it could be easy. Mm -hmm. Even if right now you're like, I'm in the best place of my life. Great. Sit down and meditate. Start your practice right now from being in the best place that you're in. Start from right now and just imagine how much you would exponentially grow and get better and get more of what you're hoping to see in your life, both from an inner perspective and an outer perspective, when you actually sit down and take that time on the mat. Be willing to change. Be willing to do what it takes to get to where you're trying to go. Yes. And do that before you have no other options but to meditate. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Because I feel eventually in the course of our life, there will always be at least one thing that makes you want to change. Right. That will that will force that your will hand. Force your hand <laughs> in the situation. We are yes. saying in this week's wellness to attack that change first. Right. Start that first. And right. I, and sign I, up for it rather than be forced to do it. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> it's a much it's a much different experience. It really is. It's a much I, I wish I, I wish I started that earlier. Mm-hmm. If I was a meditator before the drama, it oh, would have been a whole different uh right? Whole different can of worms, but drastically different. Drastically different. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. So with that in mind, let's go to our final piece of best advice in 2019 that has been given to you by your Black Zen team. And this one I think is so key, especially going into a new year. So number one, the dream of too just is just not enough. (laughs) Let's hit the clip. This week's podcast. I'm calling it just two. And I'll tell you how this started. Someone asked me, Stacy, what do you want out of life? And my immediate response, I think this is like defaulted in my brain or something. Sure. I just want to be happy. I just want to be healthy. But when I when I say those things, just two is so limiting. Right. You've already cut off what your I've possibilities are. Po- if it's just two, in, anything I say after just two is small. It is. Oh, that's say that again. Yeah. I would say anything I say after just two is small. Yep. And I had a long conversation with myself about how bare ass minimum is no longer <laughs> enough. Like I don't want to just be well. I want to be awesome. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so really I had to, I caught myself because I didn't even think about default language that we sometimes use. Yeah. You yeah. Know? And 
in my research on this topic and why I was defaulting to mm-hmm. to just sure, I feel like I took it back to childhood. You know, explain I feel that. Like, I don't know. I just remember people talking about I'm just trying to get by. You know, I'm just it was language that was around us, whether or not people were conscious of it. Yes. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm just trying to make ends meet. If I had a nickel for every time someone around me said, I'm just trying to make ends meet. Mm-hmm. It's just so limiting. And it never occurred to me that that was limiting at the time. Right. Right. And so I'm, and I feel like I absorbed some of that uh, just two-ness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm trying to get rid of all the just two and think bigger. Yeah. And I think the biggest piece of that is being able to dream big in my two just answer. I am limiting my dreams with logic and reason, which makes zero sense. Right. The whole point of a dream is that you're able to actually is, think, dreams think don't, bigger than the logic of it all. Dreams aren't logical. Right. Dreams aren't reasonable. Right. Why am I limiting my dreams to, to those what's things? Within, to quote what's unquote, within reason. Reason and range. If you find it difficult to take pretend risk when you're trying to think about what you want next and what you want in your life, Start with what you currently think and then just do 10 times thinking. Oh, yeah. I remember and, that 10 right, times thinking. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And just use that to just start stretching your mindset about what is possible, about what results you want, about what your dreams can look like. The example I always use is, you know, I want to save $10 by the end of this month. Well, if I, if I stretch that out and I said times 10 thinking and I said, well, actually, I want to save $1,000 by the end of this month. The ideas that I come up with and the way that I work for that $1,000 at the end of the month is going to be way bigger. different than the $10, right? And that's exactly. simply because all I did was imagine my dream or imagine my goal times 10. And I think that's a great exercise that kind of plants it in quote unquote reality, but still allows us to stretch our minds about how we think about our goals. So the reason why this was so important to end on is because I feel like having this information as we move into 2019 and into New Year resolutions and and setting up ourselves for success, we really have to start thinking bigger. We are limitless. Yes. Yes. And I think this too just idea Maybe this is only an affliction that I have, maybe, mm-hmm. but I feel I hear it often. Yes. And so we wanted to address it and to encourage you to start setting your 2020 goals with this in mind. Yes. With this 10 times thinking idea in mind. Exactly. Eliminate to just from your vocabulary when yes. describing your goals. Yes. <laughs> and I think actually the way that we ended the wellness is the way that I want to end this podcast because I thought it was uh, a really great way to sum up everything we've been talking about in 2019, which was to say... To reach our highest potential, we have to do the inner and outer work to get there. And while the outer work is putting in the time and the energy into what we're pursuing, the inner work is clearing out our negative thought patterns, outdated beliefs, and unnecessary fears. Limited mindsets. Exactly. We are all limitless. And it's time to start dreaming in this way. Family, we love you. We will see you back in January of 2020. Have a fantastic holiday season. Mm Mm-hmm. While we're on our break, we still will be answering emails. If you guys have questions, mm-hmm. info at blackzen.co is how to reach us while we're away. Yep. You can also go to our site, blackzen.co. And we also have a place there where you can also submit comments, questions mm-hmm. on that site as well. Again, it's blackzen.co. Mm-hmm. We love you and we'll see you in 2020.